Live from the Metal Mayhem Studios in Rochester, New York. We are told. We are told. And heard around the world by metalheads just like you. This is Metal Mayhem ROC. Heavy metal music. Your weekly dose of metal music. Interviews, album reviews, news, and more. Want to be part of the show? Send us a message through our website, metalmayhemroc.com. Or hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. Search Metal Mayhem ROC. It's getting nice and heavy. Now, welcome our hosts, John the Vernomatic Verno and Metal Forever Mark. Good evening, everybody. I'm the Vernomatic. Welcome to this week's show. We're in May, and it's time to talk some metal. As always, Thursday night, new content drops. You can visit the MetalMayhemROC.com website to find the uh, up-to-date information on the show. While you're there, visit the archive drop-down box. There you'll get some old shows. Do us a favor, leave a review, uh, subscribe. That stuff helps the bottom line. Tonight we have a fun one. We have up in the studio my brother from another metal mother, Metal Forever Mark. Hey, Mark, how are you, man? Hey, Vernomatic. Always nice to be back in the co-captain's uh, chair here. So thanks for having me at the uh, Metal Mayhem Rock Studios. You're welcome. So like I said, it's uh, we're in May right now. It's a Metal May 2021, um, celebrating two years of the Metal Mayhem ROC podcast. And um, what do we got tonight? We have something fun. Why don't you uh, tell the viewers and listeners what we have? Yeah, Vernomatica uh, is a fun one tonight because, uh, as you know, we like to build our uh, list of metal correspondents to help us, uh, you know, in expertise of areas that maybe are a little beyond our reach. So tonight we have a special guest, Exciter, from uh, Maryland. And uh, Exciter and I go way back to uh, a website called The Metal Flakes Days, and uh, we'll talk about that a little later. But um so, Exciter, uh, how you doing? And um, let's uh, welcome to the show and meet Vernomatic. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Hey, Exciter. Uh, thanks for taking time out and uh, joining us for this discussion. You're, uh, you have a long rep to live up to. Mark's <laughs> been hyping you for the last couple of years in, uh, in show production. I had a chance to meet you, and you sound cool. So uh, how are you doing tonight, man? Yeah, I'm doing well. Thanks. We just uh, passed a thunderous uh, thunderstorm here down here in Maryland, but now the skies are nice and clear, and we got a cool breeze across our bay here, so it's all good. Nice. So excited. So we're going to just set the foundation for this discussion tonight, which is we're going to focus a lot on European power speed metal or that whole heavy metal genre overseas there. But um, So you and I kind of go way back, and I'm not 100% sure like where we first met. I'm pretty sure it was a pre-show I don't know, way back, uh, it might even been a fight show, and I know that's like we, we kind of met pre-show and we just started talking, so do you, do you rec- recollect like where you and I first met? Actually, I do. And okay, that's good. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> um, it was the Juggalator show ah. at the 930 Club in D.C. And is it, and- is it where you and I followed the band to the hotel or something? Or No, actually, uh, we... Uh- we saw the next show in the general area. Uh, I forgot the location of that, but we did hang out before the show because I remember I was camped out front of the 930 Club all by myself with my homemade priest banner with the new logo. <laughs> new and uh, it was kind of cool, but I remember you coming down when the uh, bus showed up, and uh, we hung out afterwards, um, and that that's where we exchanged numbers. I think we also have a mutual friend, in the Maryland area as well, who uh, who's a collector. 
Yeah, Dave Hogue, and uh, he's another guy we got to get on the show here. I've, I've talked about him a couple of times. So it's you, it's uh, Metal Walt, and um, our buddy Dave Hogue. But um, yeah, so now yeah. I do my. Actually, I think I have a photo of us outside the venue with the homemade Judas Priest sign, and I think we met you know Ripper that night. But um, yeah. so shortly thereafter, I remember like you know, you know, said it's kind of the awkward. You know, we give each other phone numbers, but it's always fun to meet new metal fans because back then I used to go to shows by myself all the time. And then somewhere along the way, you started telling me about, like, we all have our mutual bands that we love, like Priest and Maiden and, you know, Black Sabbath and you know, not to steal the bands that influenced you. But then you started telling me, like, hey, man, you know, I'm kind of into these European bands and these speed and power metal bands. And you started throwing out a few names to me that to this day I'm still fans of. And I was like, hey, if it wasn't for Exciter, like, I would never know these bands. So... Looking back, how did you first kind of start branching out and getting into the power and the speed metal? And I think I remember at one point I go to your house and you must have had boxes and boxes of all these bands. So how did that kind of start for you? Well, how it started, um, as you know, growing up in the Maryland area, I'm sure everywhere else is the same. I was getting tired of going to the Waxy Maxies, you know, Best Buys, uh, Sam Goody, even Tower Records. I was just so bored with the selection that they had. Um, nothing against, you know, ACDC and the Almighty Priest and Maiden, but I was thirsty for some other, you know, type music. So, in short, I was looking through this Goldmine magazine, and I found this uh, this article about a guy in uh, Rockville, Maryland, who sells hard-to-find, never-heard-of, up-and-coming metal bands. So give me a call if you want to buy some. So I called this guy, and <laughs> I drove out to his house, and I spent – all day like a kid under the Christmas tree opening up gifts. I never even heard of these. So he talked me into maybe opening up a small business out of my house, which I did. And if you remember, it was Diamonds and Rust Music. And uh, I got licensed through the state of Maryland, charged tax and everything, and I started dealing directly with the uh, record companies, you know, Century Media, Nuclear Blast, um, Combat Records. And this is what got me started because it – opened up a whole new world of music for me. And um, I just never stopped since then. And when I started throwing music at you, I believe the first one was Hammerfall. And uh, I remember you went out and bought Glory to the Brave, which is their, uh, their debut album. And it just went off from there. Oh, man, great memories, uh, Exciter, because uh, it's funny. Now that you're saying these things, like you mentioned the Metal Flakes website, which there used to be a chat board, and then now you mentioned the Diamonds and Rust a uh, little yeah. business you had. And it's funny with Vertimatic and I love with these interviews. It's like just the different ways people connect with metal and the underground record shops. Like Vertimatic used to say, you go to like New York city and the guy would give you the nod. Hey, the bootlegs are over here. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's funny when you mentioned uh gold mine, the gold mine magazine. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh notorious for having um, rare live recordings in it. I remember picking that up years ago. So yeah, it was very cool, and it just opened my eyes to these underrated bands that get no recognition. And uh, they were on labels, but they were on maybe like self-titled labels, not the major labels that you found out in the the local stores, if you will. So uh, excited! Now, so now you said so. That I remember actually now it was the first two uh, CDs that you got for me, and then I used to just call you every so often. I think we were probably even emailing, like, "Hey, man!" So it was Hammerfall, Glory to the Brave, and I was like, "I love that one." And then you yep. told me about Primal Fear, and you told gotcha. me about uh, the very first album they had. And I remember, uh, wasn't the song, was Jawbreaker their second release, their second album? Uh, 
That is correct. Yeah. So anyway, I just remember listening to those two, and I was like, okay, this guy, he's into my taste of music, and this is the kind of metal I like. So rattle off for us a few of the bands like just back then that, like you mentioned Hammerfall, I mentioned Primal Fear. What were some of the other ones that were kind of in your like go to list? Uh, you know, back then when you started selling things and things that you would recommend. Right. Well, if I can comment on Primal Fear real quick, if that's okay. Of course. Um, I was at a record show, and um, I think it was in College Park, Maryland. And this is what opened up my eyes. I found all these record shows and CD shows. And this guy, uh, he told me, he asked me what I was into, which I think is a good salesman rep. What kind of music you like? If you like them, maybe you want to try this. He handed me that Primal Fear CD, the self-titled. And he said, this is uh, Ralph Sheepers, who actually was in the spot, the gig for replacing Rob Halford, but he didn't get it, obviously. And uh, he created the band Primal Fear, and this is their self-titled. And let me tell you, once I heard that, that was like Priest on Speed. And it was very traditional, pounding double drums, soaring vocals, crunching guitars. And that's what did it for me right there. From then on, I just went on a research, you know, just extravaganza, extravaganza, if you will. Excited. And, uh, Excuse me. I got a couple questions. Uh, what, t- yeah. what, what was the timeline on this? What, what year are you talking well, we're talking the uh, late 90s. The Primal Fear self-title came out, I believe, in 1997. Okay. And, and why, why didn't uh, Ralph, uh, is it Ralph or Re- Ralph? Ralph, R-A-L-F, Sheepers, yeah. Why didn't he get the Judas Priest gig? Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe they were looking for a Halford clone, which I don't really think Sheepers is a Halford clone. I think he has a more raspy type voice. And he was with Gamma Ray. If you're familiar with Gamma Ray's earlier stuff, Ralph Sheeper was the lead singer. And uh, he did a couple Priest cover songs. I'm sure he used that for his resume. But um, why he didn't get the gig, uh, I am not sure. But, you know, they I, got the actually power. actually excited. It's funny because uh, I did, like, and I I love Ripper, and I think Ripper definitely stepped in and saved the band. And um, I thought he had some great albums with Priest. But uh, I remember you and I were talking about this. I think that was the reason that was given that Ralph, they thought maybe Ralph was too close to kind of like Rob in that they wanted yeah. somebody maybe with a little different persona. I always personally, however, thought, and no disrespect to what Ripper did with Priest because it was fantastic and uh, saved the band at that moment. I thought Ralph maybe would have been a better choice. Um, but you just mentioned, so now you start going in. So now you have Primal Fear, but then you have Matt Sinner. Matt Sinner has his band Sinner. You mentioned Gamma Ray. Yeah. Talk us through that like tree of that European kind of power speed metal. Because you said it was like Primal Fear, Priest on Speed. Yeah. How did, tell me about that like like that family tree almost. Like I think those are all like nuclear blast bands, are they not? Yeah, yeah. They were more the heavy metal style, uh, traditional metal style bands. Because as you know, nuclear blast has a lot of, you know, more heavier you know, not death metal bands, but more aggressive new metal, if you will, especially nowadays. Um, with the Primal Fear Tree, you know, when I saw Matt Center, I remember looking through the magazines and seeing the band Primal Fear, and I saw the guitar player wearing a Center shirt. And I'm like, what is Center? Does that have to do with Matt Center? So I looked it up, and hey, there we go, the band Center. It's been out since the mid-'80s. And so I looked up their category, their uh, catalog as well, and uh <laughs> I started following them as as well. So, uh, their uh, I think their most powerful album was Judgment Day in 1997, right around the same release time as Primal Fear's subtitle. Same sound, just a different singer with Matt singing. Totally. So, yeah, once you open up that uh, binder, there, you know, it just goes on and on and on. Different branches will lead out to different bands, and uh, 
I don't know what's in the drinking water in Europe or Germany, but uh, I wish we would have it here most of the time. So I have another just follow-up to that. So in Vernomatic, I talk about this too. Like when you look at the heavy metal, I guess, like musical genre tree, and I don't know yeah. if there's another musical genre that has as many as like heavy metal, all these subcategories. But when you look at European metal, you have your power and speed metal. Of course, you have the new wave of British heavy metal, which are the, you know, all the classic Priest and Maiden and Sabbath. But then you get into stuff like Symphonica. Then you get into like the, the progressive, almost like I call it like happy, happy metal. Like, yeah. So how did, did you ever go down those trees, like the Blind Guardian and Nightwish? And- well, I, I do like some of them. I'll give you a prime example. There's a band from Sweden called Tad Morose, and that's M-O-R-O-S-E. And they've been around for a good 25-plus years. And um, I think their first uh, three quarters of their up till today – um, their first like seven releases were all really progressive uh, releases, and you know me, Mark. Um, I'm not a real keyboard fan unless it's done, you know, elegantly through a beginning of a song like Sabotage is. You know, uh, John Oliva did very good keyboard intros and so forth. Um, me personally, I don't like when bands replace a guitar solo with a keyboard solo. So back on Tab Morose, they were known for that and. I think their last pretty progressive album with the singer Urban Breed, which I think is a great singer. Um, he they they replaced Urban Breed with a guy named Ronnie Hellman from Steel Attack, another uh, Swedish metal band. And for me, they became less progressive and more heavier in their last three releases. And so I think they crossed that you know progressive stage into the more heavier side. You know, dropped down it they drop down a uh, step or two on their guitars. And, uh, but Tabarose is a great, if you're into the progressive metal, I'm not putting it down. It's just not my thing, but I really enjoy Tabarose and making that transition into the more heavier side, darker, if you will. So, you, um, you mentioned sabotage. What, uh, the keyboards at the beginning of city beneath the surface. Yeah. Little things like that is fine. You know, uh, like if you look at dream theater and uh, wait, that's, I think that's what, turn me off from progressive metal uh to me it sounded like kansas playing heavy metal yeah it just didn't <laughs> yeah i got you yeah. that's, that's funny <laughs> i'm not putting down musician musicianship wise i'm not putting them down at all they're all professionals it's just uh not my cup of tea if you will so excited so, when so when uh, you had diamonds and rust records and now that i do remember because I, I would I remember going to your house a couple of times and you would give me like these sheets of paper and I would tell you the ones I wanted. And like you said, I love going to your house because I would walk away with like 20 new metal CDs and I couldn't wait to listen to them. <laughs> what started happening as time progressed when the the Century Media nuclear blast of the world? I know actually some of them still have their wholesale catalogs around and you could still buy them. Like, do you still buy uh, from them direct or obviously with Spotify and Pandora? Like, have you shifted like, how do you discover your music now, or are you still kind of doing the old school, buying CDs and trying to keep current that way? You know, uh, it's yes and yes. I try to stay up. You know, look at us. We we all have families now and kids, you know, so um, different different uh, avenues. But I try to make time and try to stay on top of the research because I'm always looking for something new. And uh, later on in the show, I'll let you know what I've been jamming to lately, which is brand new. It's great stuff. But um, back in those days when I was running Diamonds and Rust, you know, this was before iTunes, you know, before the internet craze and so forth. And I did it as a hobby. You know, yeah, I did it for a good four or five years. And uh, I met my idols and backstage passes and so forth. It was great. Great run. But 
when I started moving from house to house, you know, with my current wife, you know, I had to, you know, had to close it down. So, so how did but, Diamonds and Rust lead you to then meeting some of the bands or was that just completely independent? Like you would just, you met more of them just for going to shows early or? Well, working with the record companies directly. I was a distributor and uh, they used to send me uh, all kinds of posters and t-shirts, backstage passes or stage pa- or just guest passes. Most of them were guest passes. Um you know, to get to the shows, you know, because I'm a representative like of Nuclear Blast and Century Media. So they send me all kinds of promo codes, new bands to listen to, and I try to give it to my customers as well. And I'll listen to it, of course, you know, and if, if I like it, I'll turn it on to someone else. So, um, yeah. yeah. It has- so at your height, like how many customers would you say you kind of had in your little pool of guys like uh, me? <laughs> at- Every Friday, uh, most of my customers got paid on Fridays. Every Friday, um, I would have at least 15 to 25 people coming over starting on Friday through the weekend. So they would just so, book appointments and just come to your house and rifle through your stuff? I mean, That's they used to call me and say, hey, we're coming by. Uh, are you going to be <laughs> That's so awesome. yeah. That's, And a lot of us would just hang around, man, with some burgers on a grill and just jam the new music. I used to burn CDs you know, with samples of different songs from different bands and give it to people. You know, I say, well, if you like this, you may like this, try this, you know? So if you like priest, you may like primal fear or center, you know, or, you know, if you want something a little bit more heavier, try grave digger. That's another great uh, German power. <laughs> so, so uh, essentially you're Google before yeah, Google. Yeah, he was, he's the heavy metal Google dude. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Exciting. Changing her name back to uh, metal Google. <laughs> No, but Vernomatic, it was. I remember now. Now that it's all coming back, like it was like I was like a kid in a candy store. Like I was like, oh, I'm gonna. Like my wife would give me shit. She'd be like, dude, why are you going up to Maryland? I'm like, oh, I gotta go see uh, Exciter because, you know, I need I need new metal, you know. And like again, without all the internet crap, like the internet was starting to creep up and the chat boards, and you'd start to see this stuff. But like, there was no underground metal shops. Like that's why I love heavy metal Bob and heavy metal records up here in Rochester. I think I actually used to tell you about that. I was like, hey, dude, there's nothing like this in the whole D.C. Maryland area. So. And then you were, you were, you were literally like an encyclopedia. Be like, you're like, hey, hey, uh, Metal Mark, check this, Metal Forever Mark, check this one out, check that one. Like, you're, you were just always giving me new stuff. I'll name some other band. Well, I don't want to ruin my Mount Rushmore ahead of time. So, um, Vernamac, do you have some, um, do you want to queue up some tracks soon or you want to, we got a minute or two to keep, keep a couple more questions going? Um, yeah, well, I'm gonna, no, go ahead. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm so, in class. I'm in a <laughs> yeah, European Vernomatic. metal class. All right. So this is uh heavy metal homework for Vernomatic. So, uh, exciter. So Vernomatic, uh, don't go into your complete Rushmore top four yet, but, uh, if you're trying to get somebody like a Vernomatic say, Hey man, broaden your horizons, you know, go outside the priest made an overkill zone for a minute. What should he get into to get started on the European power metal genre in your view? Well, let me ask, uh, are you into the progressive side as well? Uh, progressive, define progressive. You know, power metal, but with a lot of keyboards, um, symphonic-type music in the background, but still heaviness, great no, soaring. No, not really. All right, because I was going to recommend a band called Lost Horizon, and uh, a dynamic band that only put out two releases in the uh, early 2000s, and they just vanished. Uh, so... And I tolerate. So, but if you're into the traditional, you know, style metal, um, you ever hear of Wizard? No, I haven't. I haven't heard of Wizard. Hey, Wizard is Germany's answer to Manowar. 
if you will. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the wizard. Everybody likes it already. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wizard's been around for a long time, and um, they I found them when I was in, actually, Germany. And I went, I bought a separate suitcase to take home with me because I know I was going to find a gold mine of CDs there. And I found this band called Wizard. And um, I asked one of the, you know, the clerks there. And he goes, it's a power metal record, of course, in his German uh, English accent there. And it was called Head of the Deceiver. And let me tell you, when I took that home, I thought my, the subwoofers on my speakers were blown because it was just straightforward power metal, double bass, thundering bass, if you will, uh, great soaring vocals. And I was like, man, this is like Man of War, but, you know, with actually, you know, going to battle and so forth, but the German style. And so I've been following them for the past 20 years, and uh, they're still out today. So uh, that's a great band to look into if you just want to tap your foot and get a speeding ticket on the beltway there. All right. Well, you know what? I have my heavy metal homework, and we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I put together – uh, I did a little heavy metal homework myself, and I put together a couple tracks, and uh, maybe you guys haven't heard of some of these Swedish bands. And I put together a couple cuts from some American bands that are part of the new wave of traditional heavy metal. So we'll be back with Exciter from Maryland and the Vernomatic and Metal Forever Mark on Metal Mayhem ROC. Hey, friends of the Metal Mayhem ROC podcast, Vernomatic here, inviting you to get those horns up and to join us live Monday night, 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time for Metal Mayhem ROC Live. We crack the vaults open and play the best of the metal from the last 50 years, get in the chat room, meet other bangers from around the world, send me a request, and I'll get it on for you. That's Metal Mayhem ROC Live with me, the Vernomatic, Monday nights, 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time on NetMetalStation.com. Attention metalheads, we all want to return to concert venues soon. Introducing Metal Mayhem ROC Metal Forever Freedom X Sanitizer. This sanitizer product is water and foam based, manufactured with proprietary HYIQ solution. That's right, no alcohol, but more effective. Manufactured following FDA sanitizer monograph guidelines. It applies smooth without irritating the skin. Safe for all ages. Keep your friends and family safe with Metal Mayhem ROC's own sanitizer. Visit Metal Mayhem MetalMayhemROC.com or MetalForever.com to order your bottles now. Use promo code METAL at the Freedom X checkout store for a show discount. Now, now back to Metal Mayhem ROC. Okay, so like I promised before the break, I did my heavy metal homework. And guys, I went and I did a little research. And here's a couple tracks from two bands. The first band, Exciter, let me know if you know about them. A band called Bullet. Uh, nope, I'm afraid you got me on that one. Okay. And me too. I'm a bullet virgin. Okay, well, this band's <laughs> from Sweden, and, uh, well, let's take a listen. Thank you. 
Okay, there's music from Bullet from Sweden in the track Run with the Haunted. Exciter, your take? Yeah, not too bad. I actually uh, wrote it down here. Is You got the name of that or is that uh, just a, an EP? No, it's on. Um, I didn't get the album. I just got the uh, the song. It'll, the album will be in show notes and I'll let you know um, off air okay. what it is. But yeah, Swedish band. Uh, I think the album came out in 2012. So it's fairly new. And, um, you know, I, I got this off Spotify. So gotcha. Ma- Mark, well, Mark, what do you j- think? Yeah, Exciter. Wow, you stumped Exciter on a <laughs> Swedish heavy metal band. Uh, no, I dig it. I dig it. I think that's in the vein of the kind of uh, bands that uh, Exciter would, would introduce me to. And I think just hearing that right out of the gate, unlike the uh, uh, Exciter, we had a segment called Metal or Not Metal. We did with Metal Walt, um, our boy from New Jersey there, uh, last show. And uh, there's like three tracks that I just didn't think were metal. But this one right out of the gate, I'd be like, that's a metal track. So I, I would dig that band. I would check them out. I will do that. (laughs) All right. uh, Well, I got another track here, and it's a band from Sweden called Enforcer. Uh, Exciter, you're familiar with Enforcer. Yeah, I am. I Actually, I had their first two releases, I believe, back in my catalog somewhere. Okay, Mark, this band, they have like four or five albums. Last one was Zenith from 2019, but this one is a track called Destroyer from their From Beyond release. Enforcer. Forever, Mark. <laughs> All right, Burnamatic, you're two for two tonight on the uh, metal or not metal. That's metal. Um, now I'm digging it, man. You're you're kind of going down my lane, so I'm I'm digging it. Uh, Exciter, that reminds me a little bit. Remember that band called Three Inches of Blood? Three Inches of Blood. Yeah. yeah. Are they European or? No, they I Euro- thought they're Canadian. Oh, Canadian. Are they Canadian, Ex- Exciter? Yeah, I believe they are from the Canadian area, uh, Canada area, up there by Annihilator, maybe. <laughs> That's right. Another one. So, uh, yeah, I kind of like that track. I, the, both those bands, I, th- I think I'm going to go check them out, you know? Well, uh, Exciter, you asked me before the break, wh- you know, what am, I, what am I into in the Swedish? Well, it's not so much Swedish, but that's the type of tunes that I'm into. Shit that shits and gets right out of the, right out of the, tr- right out of the break, you know, right. from the start, they're going like that enforcer. Hey, man, that, that sort of resembles a little Metallica, kill them all, like hit the lights. You know, it's just a wow, wow. So those are my two Swedish um, contribution to the discussion. There you go. Yeah, that's good stuff. 
and I'm going to have to go reach back in the rack again and uh, pull out my enforcer stuff and uh, <laughs> play first mark. Yeah, classic. Now we have another uh, show segment called Mount Rushmore of Metal, and um, this is a little fun show segment where we get your top four of something. Many have tried, most have failed, only a few survived. This is the Mount Rushmore of Metal. All right, so Vernomatic, uh, as the referee tonight, or the show host, uh, I'm going to go on a limb and say, uh, Exciter, because you are a new metal correspondent and we'd love to have you on a future show, we're going to give you two Mount Rushmore opportunities tonight. But I'm going to go first. So I'm going to stick in the European power speed metal, my Mount Rushmore. And this is not my Mount Rushmore of all-time metal bands, which is, a, which is the one I was going to ask you about in a minute. But let's just stick to the European stuff. And, uh, Exciter, I'm going to give you credit for all four of these bands, okay? So okay. my Mount Rushmore all-time of European power speed metal are Hammerfall, number one, uh, in descending order. Number two, Primal Fear, although to me they're 1A and 1B. I'm going with the band Wolf, which uh, I just, I, you know, I think you turn me on to them for sure. More Little Maiden-ish, and we've played them on this show before. And yep. then I'm going Brainstorm, and I'm pretty sure you got me into Brainstorm as well. Now, I'm going to throw a little five in there, which is a total, it's cheating, but I'm going to throw Halloween, but they're just, in my view, they're kind of more of that new wave of British heavy metal, so... That is my Mount Rushmore of European uh, power metal band. So, Exciter, I'm going to throw it to you. Why don't you give us your Mount Rushmore of just metal bands, and then let, just so we can get a sense of like what your roots are, and then then you can go into your European ones. And maybe we'll let Vernomatic throw his four in, just so you know what kind of metal he's into as well. All right. So you want me to go? Yep, you're up. So the first, you're just oh. your Mount Rushmore of just all time metal bands. Let's start there. Okay, well, my number one, I think, from the European will be Gravedigger. And number two would be Mystic Prophecy. Ah, I've heard of that. Yep. <laughs> I've never heard of that. Uh, you've got, I've got one of their CDs. <laughs> I'm sure you sold me one of them. <laughs> Excellent band, still out today. They just uh, released a new one, and um, it's highly recommended, so definitely get it. Uh, my third will be... Dust Bolt from Germany. That's D-U-S-T-B-O-L-T. And, and um, this is their fourth release. It's called Rise of Ten, Beginning to End. Just, you're going to put it on, and you're going to get a speeding ticket. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> like you've gotten speeding tickets listening to this. <laughs> uh, I've actually heard them. Uh, I discovered them on good old Spotify, and I've been digging them. A, yeah, they're, they're heavy, definitely. Yeah, definitely a great band, underrated, and uh, I, I love their sound. I think on their latest release, uh, Trapping Chaos, I think they found a producer that really likes and respects them, and they treated them very well, and the sound is everything. So, so Ver- and, uh, now let me let Vernomatic slip in here just real quick, just so you know where he comes from. Maybe you can help you recommend something. So just tell him you're just Rushmore of all time. Just- Don't you have one more you have to do? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I only heard three. Your thir- three. Oh, my bad. That's a grave digger. Uh, you, you said grave digger. Bolt. Mystic prophecy. Yep. Dust bolt. And I'm going to have to go with Tad Morose. Top four. Wow. And and now these are these are European bands, right? European bands in okay. Sweden. Uh, well, let's get your uh, let's get your top four all time bands. 
Uh, of all time? All time. Not European. Oh. It could be anyone from, you know, Priest to Cheap Trick, whatever. <laughs> Your top four bands of all time. Well, well, as Mark would know, Priest are my boys. Uh, I've been a Priest fan since uh, I heard Solar Angels and heading out to Highway on MTV back in the day. Mm-hmm. So uh, Priest will definitely be number one. Um, I would say Maiden will be number two. Um, believe it or not, uh, Metal Church will be number three for me. And number four will be uh, Black Sabbath. Oh, that's right, Ozzy or um, Dio. Um, I I respect Ozzy in the Ozzy area. I will take Ozzy era, uh, but I don't take Ozzy Osbourne. You know what I mean? I, I'm, not a fan of, I'm not a fan of his solo work. Uh, I love Dio. Um, more than life itself, I thought Dio was excellent. But Heaven and Hell, you can't really beat it. Mob Rules, love it, and even the uh, the last studio he did, which was Heaven and Hell, uh, which is a true masterpiece. But I find myself going to the early Ozzy era of Sabbath as well, more than more than the Dio era. Nothing against the Dio era. Just want to put that out there. Yeah. Well, the thing with the Ozzy era, it, it, it's funny because um, uh, we have a live radio show on Monday nights. And through programming, I start you know going back through the catalogs. And I find myself going to stuff like Master of Reality and Volume 4. And mm-hmm. I don't know it's I don't know if it's because that material I'm not burned out on, or if it's just the maturity of the, those later releases. But the the Aussie the stuff, personally, yeah, I agree with you. The Dio stuff is untouchable, but right. the Aussie stuff it's 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 classic. All of it's great. All the Sabbath is great. So. Absolutely. Even the Tony Martin era, you know, the Headless Cross. And mm-hmm. Zero. Yeah, Those very are... underrated. Very yes. underrated. Absolutely. Now, my top four, it's real simple. Um, for metal, uh, Metallica, Maiden. Um, and this goes against the rules. It's just uh, I really don't have my all-time is Van Halen and Rush, but that doesn't fall under the, the metal. But in terms of metal, I really only have two, Maiden and Metallica. So I thought you always had Priest in there. Not top four. Hmm. We might have to go all the way back and play the tapes. I think yeah, the very no. first show ever you had Priest thrown in there. Really? I'm pretty sure. I actually and then you try to sneak in Van Halen as the fourth. Yeah. Well, it's so. well. Then again, <laughs> there's the Mount Rushmore rules. There are no rules. You know, it's your interpretation. I'm, uh, you know, uh, Exciter and I just met each other, so I'm not going to really <laughs> rain on the parade. But I, I like Maiden more than Priest. I think Priest Maiden's is better band. I think they have a better catalog, and I just think uh, I like them better. But that's my opinion. Yeah, that that's awesome. Everyone has their uh, viewpoints, you know. And uh, I think Maiden's awesome. I don't think uh, I'm hoping their next release will be better than their last couple. You know, personally, um, I I agree with you on that. <laughs> you know, um, when Bruce came back, I love Brave New World. I, yeah. you know, I almost loved Dance of Death. And it went down after that. I saw the Matter of Life and Death tour, and I appreciate the album. You know, you go back and visit. But then after that, Final Frontier was, like, bad. Book of Souls <laughs> bored me. 
Um, <laughs> you know, they just have to you know, they have, they have to get rid of Kevin Shirley to begin with. And they have to put a big sign in the studio wherever they write and say, five minutes or less. Bring in our boy Roy Z. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I would say. So, yeah. uh, Exciter, so you had mentioned earlier in the show that you were going to tell us some songs and bands that you're jamming right now. So two-part question. How are you finding your metal now? And what are you jamming now? I know you mentioned a couple bands, but uh, tell us yeah, tell us what you're, what you're into at the moment. Well, the last uh, since February, this new band came out, which I found by accident, you know, on YouTube of all places. Because uh, you know, you listen to something and you look on the side, and they got all these other type releases that may be related to that. So the album cover caught my attention, and we talked about it earlier uh, sabotage. So this album cover looked like Call of the Mountain King. And I was like, all right, that looks interesting. And so I clicked on this band called Warrior Path, and they're the singers from Sweden and the rest of the band is from Greece. And if you like your traditional uh, new wave of British heavy metal, man, this, I, I, I'm just stoked by this band. It is unbelievable how good they are. And um, listening to my little speakers at work really doesn't do it justice. When I was driving, even today when I was driving home, because I was preparing for, you know, today's episode, um, I was cranking it and just feeling it. And it's such a great band to, the soaring vocals from this guy. He is just unbelievable. It'll make Halford proud, yeah. if you will. You know, he, he is an incredible seek, uh, singer. He has different octave ranges that just make you, your skin crawl. And um, very traditional, dual guitars, crunchy guitars, the double bass, and just very clean, but also very sharp and heavy. So highly recommend it. It's called The Mad King. Nice. Hey, have you checked yeah. out the new Primal Fear? They dropped that little like single with Tarja from, I guess she's former Nightwish, and then they have like a little five-track EP. I think it's kick-ass. Um, are you, did you check that one out yet? The only thing I've been listening to lately from uh, Primal Fear was the Metal Commando, and I think that came out last year. Yeah. Which I think is a, is a kick-ass uh, release. Um, I saw that single. It didn't really do anything for me. I, I don't understand why they're going that way. Hopefully, it'll stay heavier. But uh, answer your question, I have not listened to the rest of the EP, if they're new songs. I don't yeah, know if they're the, the other four are heavy metal, for sure. I know the one was, it was basically a ballad, and they kind of put the female singer in it. and then So don't rest assured the other four are heavy metal. <laughs> so, right, cool. uh, any other heavy metal homework you want to give the Vernimatic and I to check out? Like, who else should we check out? Um... Well, I'm so amazed, Mark, that you mentioned Brainstorm because I had it written down on my list. Brainstorm is another uh, underrated band, if you will. But I love um, that band. yeah, they're awesome. Um, check out Dust Bowl, Trapped in Chaos. I can't really recommend that one high enough. So uh, I, my today's picks for you guys, if you never listened to them, is Warrior Path and Dust Bowl. All right, I will uh, put it on put it on my <laughs> assignment pad. Um, as well. So I did, yeah, so I did a little homework, and um, in the last couple of weeks, we've been having a chance to interview some of the older metal bands, but um, newer to bands like Sirith Ungle and uh, Hellstar and Flotsam and Jetsam. And the, uh, James Rivera of Hellstar was talking about uh, the new wave of traditional heavy metal movement that's going on. And I come from the old school with a new wave of heavy metal and I like American metal and that 
that style. So I dug up some of these. I listened to some of these bands, and I want to play them to you guys and just get your um, get your temperature on this. So here's the first track. your uh, temperature on that track yeah that was jamming uh, the guitars are crunching on it yeah arizona metal spirit adrift yeah. um fourth album enlightened in eternity and the more i get into these guys and go into the back catalog uh quick history on these guys um nate garrett he's um multi-instrumentalist he did everything on the first two albums and then he brought in the drummer Marcus Bryant, and Marcus has been with him for the last uh, for all four. And then it wasn't for the last uh, last album where they formed the band. So um, been digging them. I like that style, like shitting and getting. Mark, your yeah. temperature. Yeah, I heard the interview you had uh, with them, and um, yeah, you know, I need to check them out more. That, mm-hmm. That's in my that's in my lane, hundred percent. So. Uh, Fernomatic's like three for three tonight (laughs) on Metal Forever Marked Style Metal. Okay, uh, here's another track. This is from California, Night Demon. Forever, Mark. All right, Vernon Maddox on a roll tonight with the metal. Uh, what, what's cool about a couple things that to bring to mind, there's a band called Fifth Angel from back in the day. Exciter, you're probably familiar with them. I feel like that's a little vibe there. Um, I like this idea that there are these younger bands. I guess they're all younger, right? Three, four albums in, and now they're American metal bands, maybe influencing what's going on over in Europe. And that's just a breath of fresh air to me in general because the thing that I always worry about is as our, as our idols are aging out, and even though many would argue the priests of the world are still at the top of their game, 
at some point, you know, like we need these young hungry bands to come in that are true metal, not these dirt, no disrespect, but not the dirty honeys of the world, but metal. <laughs> so I'm into it. Exciter? Uh, yeah, Exciter? Yeah, I, I totally agree. You know, we need uh, fresh blood out there that still keep the same passion as traditional metal, you know. So, like I said earlier, I'm into nice soaring vocals. I like highs and lows. Um, like Halford from doing fight, you know, from the down girls all the way up to the high scream and soaring pitches. So um, I, I'm all for it. Uh, any band who can put out music like that today and they're young, yeah, God bless them. Let's keep it going. Now I have one more track, and after I play this, I'm going to give you the surprise. Here's a here's a band called Motor Lord. Well, there's a little taste of uh, Motor Lord. Uh, Exciter, your take? Uh, I'm kind of getting more of the vocals there. It sounds like he was talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounded like Blaze Bailey. Yeah. Is that who it is? No, no, no. Uh, Mark, your take? I, I'm with I'm with Exciter. I'm, dig, I'm digging the vibe. I'd like to hear a little more of the vocals. Uh, sounds like Blaze Bailey. <laughs> yeah. uh the band is from central new york uh, oh all right yeah he uh he reached out to me on the metal mayhem roc facebook group page uh p- pimped his band sent me a link you know i um one of my buddies uh, M- uh mark james a fellow dj sent me the whole album and you know i was playing them last night on the show i uh, got a good response from the crowd and wanted to put it in there you know it can't hurt to uh Get, get a little exposure. So, so again, that's the new wave of traditional heavy metal, uh, Exciter. That's what I'm into. And Hey, Exciter, another quick follow-up on all this. When you look at that European power metal, and I know you mentioned your Mount Rushmore stuff, but you mentioned to me you like the singer, uh, the melodic singer, but the one that can hit high, go low, have the death growls thrown in there. Who, who are some of your favorite uh, European vocalists in that vein? Well, uh, one name comes to mind. His name is Ronnie Hemlin, H-E-M-L-I-N, and he is the current singer for Tad Morose. And if you listen to the release called Saint Demonus, you'll hit, you'll hear everything that I uh, explained. And uh, it, his voice works well with their music. You know, like I said, they drop tune, drop down it to like a drop down D. Uh, half step on their guitars and just pound it out. It's very dark, but it's traditional metal. And his voice is just all over the place and it's done with control. So um, highly recommended on that band as well. So I love so this any- guy, man. <laughs> He's an encyclopedia of metal. Yeah. Anyone can carry a tune from the low bars to the high soaring all in the same breath has my vote. 
Yeah, I, lo- so, I think. See, to me, yeah. and 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 I, I can get into some of the like arch enemies and the children of bottom, uh, R.I.P. Alexi, but. It's yep. like I think that that vocalist adds almost like that fifth instrument into metal. That's just like like Michael Kiske from ha- Halloween. It's just like it's almost like you got the two guitars, you got bass, you got drums, and then now you throw that fifth instrument in. And without it, you kind of I think it just adds a whole new dynamic to to metal, in my view. Absolutely. Yep. Oh, Absolutely. I, I agree. I'm not a big fan of the Cookie Monster and. That's what John Dawkins called it, remember? (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, sometimes, Exciter, this is my take on stuff. Some of this stuff that I've played tonight, that's the kind of stuff that I'm into. And I'm looking forward to, you know, uh, doing my heavy metal homework and following up on some of your suggestions. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. Well, hey, listen, man, uh, we want to thank you for taking the time and killing an hour. Uh, I have one last question. Uh, What's the name of those dogs barking in the background? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's my dog trying to get out. I'm out in my garage, you know, enjoying the cool air. Um, my dog, Whiskey. Whiskey. Uh, he's an Australian Shepherd, and he's only 10 months old, so he barks wherever I go. So <laughs> he's well, trying to get out. Don't feel bad. Here. We had um, uh, the bass player from Tesla on, and he, his dog, he had to interrupt the show for his dog. Yeah, well. his dog is going nuts. But uh, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let Mark say goodbye. Hopefully, maybe we'll all get together this summer. Maybe we'll get down to Maryland for a show or get you up to the rock. Yeah, and... let's flip some burgers yeah. and crank some metal, and uh, hopefully we all get to see a show or M3 Festival will come back or something. But um, And we'll definitely have you on again if you're down with being one of our uh, – anytime we've got – Power, speed, European, what's going on in metal? Uh, w- if we can go to you, that'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be awesome, man. Uh, count me in. I'd love to do this. Great reconnecting. Thanks, brother. Thank you. Hey, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. All right, take care, man. All right, later. Bye. Wow. Dude sounds cool. You know, uh, good dude. Yeah. I told you, that's, uh, I, you know, he's bringing in these metal correspondents. I know we got some other guys in mind, too, which is super cool and Maybe we got to bring in some heavy metal female correspondents soon, too. <laughs> well, if they bring your game. So, all right. Well, uh, Metal Forever, Mark, as always, it's been fun. And, always. Um, we'll catch you next time. Any parting shots? No, just keep it heavy. And, Vernamac, I'm digging your show on Monday nights. So, keep that thing rolling. And, uh, love being in the co captain chair here when I can. Okay. Well, uh, like Mark says, keep it heavy. For Metal Forever Mark, I'm the Vernomatic. This is Metal Mayhem ROC. Metal for Life. Thanks for listening to Metal Mayhem ROC. Check out our websites at MetalMayhemROC.com and MetalForever.com for information on upcoming concerts, podcasts, archives, and all sorts of info. Please like, follow, and share with everyone, even your non-metal friends. Catch us next time on WLFE TV Radio.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 